Welcome to Design Your Life with Sandy. I am your host, Sandy Yang. I am a brain rewiring certified coach and human design expert. In this podcast, we talk about becoming the most kick-ass, unstoppable version of yourself, building a life of alignment and flow that you deserve, and taking a holistic approach to health and wellness. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at sandyyang.hd. Hello, welcome back to the show. I am coming to you with my Invisalign aligners on. This is the first time I'm recording with this thing on, and I've been wearing it for the last 40 days. And in the beginning, I literally felt like I was speaking like an idiot. I looked different in a bad way, and I just felt really self-conscious for a little bit. I kind of was like being a little bitch about it, and... I wasn't showing up on social media. Like I will have something I really want to share with my audience, but then I wouldn't because of the stupid aligner, which is silly. And I will also take it off for my sessions because I feel like I'm presented in a better way if I don't wear it. I got to a point eventually of feeling just like, I don't like this version of myself. I'm just going to let it go. I don't give a fuck and we're moving on. So here we are. I wear it everywhere now. I wear this on my client calls, on my connection calls with potential clients, and it is such a relief. So today we're talking about ego deaths, and it sounds really scary, but it's actually a really meaningful topic. And I have been getting pings to talk about this on the podcast for like two weeks now. But basically, last week, we had the solar eclipse. So like a super new moon in, was it Gemini? Yeah, Gemini. So, you know, eclipse can be really transformative. And, you know, when we hear that word transformative, I personally get really stoked. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Let's do this. I cannot wait to see what unfolds. But like every single time, especially with like the more impactful transformations, I'm like, this is not fun at all. I'm literally going through like a dark night of the soul sort of a thing. I find myself feeling like really vulnerable and just like uncomfortable, don't know who I am anymore, feels like the whole world is falling apart. But when I am on the other side, eventually, It's all so worth it and it makes so much sense. And I feel like I have so much clarity. I feel like a renewed version of myself, essentially like lighter, less attached, more purposeful. And things just, you know, start flowing really well after an ego death. I have found that the more I connect to my spirituality, the more I, you know, focus on myself and co-create with the universe, I find myself having less ego deaths, or I just move through them with more ease, basically with less drama. So what is an ego death even? Like, let's get to that. So everyone has an ego and is a wonderful thing. We have talked about how the ego is like your very stubborn, dumb, best friend who wants to keep you safe and protected 
who wants to keep you in your comfort zone every time you're trying to make a change. You know, that voice in your head is like, "No, but we're okay here. Let's not do anything that will like, you know, trigger anything that's like potentially not safe." So you have your ego self and your, I guess, higher self. If you resonate with the term, your higher self is growth oriented. She wants to live in alignment for her highest good. She is like the voice that goes, "Hey, like, I know you're comfortable here, but we can do better." Um, this person or thing that you're attached to isn't necessarily for your highest good. You need to let them go. Is like a very loving voice. It is not attached. It is coming from a place of love. The ego self essentially comes from a denser place, if you will. You know, more like from a place of scarcity and fear because it wants to keep you safe. Both the ego self and the higher self are wonderful. They are both supportive of us, but it's about like working with them both at the same time. So when we have an ego death, we pretty much feel like a big part of our sense of identity has been taken away. We lost it, or it died. I know so many people over the last. One year or one and a half year have been experiencing this, and it is intense. But it is like something has to break in order for something better to be rebuilt. When you're in the process, it literally feels like you're collapsing or your world is collapsing. I remember when I last experienced like a solid ego death. Well, I didn't know what it was. But I was like, and I'm not a crier. I really am not, if you know me. And I was crying so hard that I was so out of breath that my lungs hurt from you know breathing so hard. And I almost questioned if I was going to make it. You might feel like you can't trust anything, or you don't know anything. You don't know what the world is anymore. So basically, your belief system or like what you think you are is crashing down. Like the thing you are most attached to is like being taken away from you. So maybe that is your career. I know for myself, one of the biggest ego deaths for me was realizing that accounting was not going to be my path going forward. It was really crushing because. I knew my parents really wanted me to do really well and have a really great career in this profession, and for like many, many, many years, I saw this as my path. I was really committed to making my parents really proud. I was like the oldest sibling, so I wanted to be like the role model. I guess I wanted people to see me as successful. But then it was like all of a sudden, I'm like, um, this is not going to work for me. And to be honest, it's not like the universe wants you to go through an ego death. It has probably sent you different signs along the way, hoping you would, you know, just like make the shift, taking the path of least resistance. And maybe you were like too scared, or you brushed it off, you ignored it, you, you know, reasoned it with logic, like no, it's fine. I know that was me. I know, like when I was. Pursuing this path, it was actually really rough. And getting a job, 
like a first year entry level job in public accounting is not hard. And I had like a really good resume and really good grades. Like I got so many rejections. It is almost like embarrassing to talk about, but I'm telling you. And everybody else was like, I don't understand why it is not working out for you. And I was like, well, I don't know either. But now looking back, I know. So when you're experiencing an ego death, like a really intense one, it is most likely because you have been on this path that is out of alignment for a very long time. You have ignored the fact that this is not for your highest good. And you're just pushing forward against mud. And it's like all of that tension gets built up the more you push. And then, you know, the harder you are going to crash. Look, if this is what you are going through right now, I send you a lot of love and I promise you, you will make it on the other side and you'll be so much happier. The theme of your ego death can show up in career, in love, in family relationships, in material stuff like your house, your status, um, all kinds of things really is like the thing you're most attached to. I'm not saying attachment to things and people are bad. Definitely not. It is for sure a big part of the human experience. Attachment becomes problematic when you are coming from a place of forcing and desperation. We can illustrate the difference by talking about dieting and exercising. So a lot of people, I mean, it's very common that people become obsessive with eating clean and exercising because they feel like they don't have any control over anything. So they almost hold on very tightly to their fitness routine. Like they freak out if they will gain like 10 pounds if they accidentally eat something that is like high in sugar or they miss a day at the gym. They feel really guilty and is like consuming them. That's desperation and forcing. Whereas somebody else can have the exact same routine, but have it come from a place of self-love. Another example is when, let's say a marriage is just not working out. The couple is fighting every single day and it is just a mess. And let's say the wife is like, I cannot even entertain the idea of having a divorce because it is so embarrassing. I have this house, this family, we are like the idea of what a perfect family looks like and I just cannot lose this. So now she's extremely attached to her family and her marriage, not the well-being of herself and her family and her marriage, but like holding it so tightly together, even though everybody who is involved are suffering. Obviously, that is a very extreme example, but the point is, what keeps us stuck from moving forward, from, you know, being on our path of alignment is what our ego is most attached to. So think about what are the things, people that you're attached to in an unhealthy way that is keeping you stuck or keeping you small. Because that is exactly the thing you need to let go in order to evolve into your 
highest and most expanded self and to manifest what you authentically want and make you happy. So hopefully I have demystified ego death for you in this episode. It is actually a really positive thing if you experience this. If you're listening to this, most likely you want growth, you want to evolve, and you want to be a better version of yourself. Maybe you have been asking for a change, like a big change, because you feel so stuck in your life. Ego death is the portal to get you there, to the change you're seeking. And always remember, you are co-creating with the universe, so you can always ask for help. I know when I was going through my last big ego death, the moment I started to surrender, and let me explain to you what I mean by surrender. I was like, okay, fuck. I know this is probably for my highest good. It feels like shit. So you better make this worth it, universe. And truly, after I finally surrendered reluctantly, it was like I started to see how I was supported every step of the way. And it's a funny story. I used to think people who get really excited about angel numbers are really silly. But I started to see them literally everywhere. Like it was hard to ignore. But it was like very reassuring. Like, okay, now I'm seeing those numbers and maybe the universe is like reassuring me that everything that I'm taking action in is going to work out, even though it felt really scary at the time. And truly, like after that rock bottom ego death, um, everything started to open up for me. Like things that I had been asking for, but was too afraid to take action, just like came through with ease because I had the space now. Again, if you are currently going through an ego death, you are having a really hard time, I totally hear you and I'm sending you so much love and please don't hesitate to reach out on Instagram and I would love to connect with you and support you if I can in any way. I am just one DM away. Hope you learned something from today's episode and enjoyed it if you haven't already. Leave a 5-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would so appreciate that. And I will see you next week.